go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Welcome back, friends. This is episode 62 of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, and ready or not, it's summer. It's here. There is nothing we can do about it. We cannot stop time. Nope. Your kids are out of school, right? Yeah. Actually, tomorrow is their last day, but by the time this podcast airs, they will be out of school and I will be in the throes of, I'm bored all the live long day. Totally. I was just talking to a friend who literally it was day one of kids being home and she was like, I mean, how are we going to do this? (laughs) They're already bored. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's yeah. It's mm -hmm. yeah. It's a whole thing. You know, they demand attention. They like to eat 87 snacks um, in the afternoon alone and, you know, want screen time and it's here. It's too hot to play outside. So it's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, I think both of us can agree that one of the hardest things about summer is kids. Yeah. You know, if if kids weren't a thing, summer would be enjoyable. (laughs) But it is true. They are around more and you have to be even more responsible than normal. Yeah. Well, I think what Michelle is trying to do is transition (laughs) to our main topic of today's episode, and that is summer safety. And yes, unfortunately, that does require some parental responsibility. I'm out. See you later. Ah. (laughs) Adulting is not my thing. Okay. (laughs) All right. Just kidding. Let's talk about it. Bugs, water, sun. There is just so much extra going on in the summer. We thought it was a good idea to remind ourselves of a few things. Yes. So childrenshealth.com has an awesome article that we're going to put in our show notes so you can give it a read. But we are pulling a lot of the information in today's webinar from that article. So uh, let's start with water safety. So uh, I want to share just a few tips uh, as well as some stats just so you all as fellow mamas are familiar with water safety and how important that is. So uh, first up, uh, unfortunately, drowning is the leading cause of accidental death for kids aged one to four. Uh, And it's the second leading cause of preventable death through age 15. Just why water safety is so important. And so it really should be the top of mind for parents, regardless of if you have a pool in your backyard or if you just visit the community pool regularly, because it only takes seconds for drowning to happen. Uh, So tips are to actively supervise your children at all times when in or around water uh, and also make sure that you have the right equipment to keep pools safe. Uh, We do have a roundup of posts about the issue from City Mom Collective sister sites across the country that we'll link to in our show notes. And we would definitely suggest that you check that out for further suggestions. And it's hard. It's it's hard as a mom to read about that stuff because Mm. you understand it's accidental. Mm -hmm. uh, But it is good to remind ourselves here at the beginning of swim season that um, we do need to be extra cautious here in Phoenix and stuff you'll remember from living here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mul- this time of year, it's multiple times a week children are drowning. 
And, you know, I get the alerts on my phone and it's just, oh, it breaks my heart. Um, For Mm -hmm. for us, for our peace of mind, we did something called ISR swim lessons, Mm -hmm. infant swimming resource. And when our kids were really young, highly recommend it, national organization with instructors, instructors everywhere across the country. And they Mm -hmm. basically just teach babies and young toddlers how to survive if they fall into water. Mm. And that gave me a lot of peace of mind um, when they were little around water. Yeah, especially in there. There are certainly areas of the country that uh, almost everyone has a pool in their backyard, Phoenix included. And so I can totally understand why that would give you significant peace of mind in all moms. Yes, so. yes, yes. Okay, next topic is heat exhaustion. So mm-hmm. cases of heat stroke spike during the summer months, and this can be life-threatening in children. Prior to heat stroke, kids often give us some warning signs. They show milder symptoms like heat cramps and heat um, exhaustion, just being tired. Um, Obviously, we want to notice those, stop that before it gets to heat stroke. Um, So we want to make sure our children are taking plenty of water breaks and wear lightweight clothing when playing outside. I have found it's good to set a timer for every 30 minutes Hmm. um, and it just goes off and they know to take a water break. Um, and, and fill up on water. They know that if they're not refilling their water bottles during the day, mama's going to be mad. So mm-hmm. they need to be drinking enough that they're refilling their water bottles multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle, I don't know if you know this, but I actually, unfortunately, have taken two of my children uh, to the hospital for heat exhaustion no. when we lived in Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, no. What happened? Mostly just dehydration. And I mean, in Phoenix, the obviously the temps are very, very high in the summer. And so even just a short time of being outside when they were little uh, and not drinking enough water um, can be cause for heat exhaustion. So I definitely have personal experience of how important that is to take care of your kiddos um, when it comes to heat. Yes. And you know what? It doesn't have to be a hot climate like Phoenix, but anywhere where kids are in yep. the heat. And they're running and exerting themselves and sweating and all those yep. things. They need to replenish those fluids. So it's good, good yeah. to keep an eye out. Yes, for sure. And one resource that we will link to in the show notes, I my kids have these cooling towel, towels, oh, yes. uh, especially when they're playing sports that are super helpful and really a great way to, for kids to just stay cool mm-hmm. uh, in the summer months. So yeah, And if you have right. a Costco near you, they have yeah. these um, right now, uh, these huge water bottles and they're like a hydro flask knockoff. So they're really not mm. that expensive. And I think they're on sale mm. and um, they're huge. And of course my kids love them and cause they're cool looking and obviously lots of water. So that helps. Yes. I love it. All right. Let's chat about our next topic, which is uh, car safety. Uh, well, cars are a big part of summer <laughs> road trips um, and are a part of many families, summer plans. But before you hit the road, here are a few suggestions. Uh, first of all, Make sure that your kid's car seat is properly fitted. We want to make sure that they're safe in their car seats. Uh, Secondly, never leave a child unattended in a car. Uh, Here's the deal. In just a few short minutes with a kid unattended in a car, the temperature inside a car rises so quickly and it really can be the difference between life and death. And so we want to make sure that we keep kiddos safe uh, and then establish a routine to check the car prior to locking. My car has that, like a safety feature built in. Um, mm. So when I go to get out of my car, if anyone has gone into a back seat, it, it warns me. It says rear seat warning. Okay. And it freaks me out every morning after school drop off because they're not in the car anymore. But I'm always like, who couldn't get out of the car? 
And that's, yeah. you know, that's a really nice feature, but having some kind of a routine that you go through to make sure no one's in the back of the car um, is, yeah, could save you from a major tragedy. Right. For sure. All right. So the next tip, what yes. are we talking about? This one is, um, well, they're all important to me, but this one's kind of close to home. It's protecting skin from the sun. So my kids are very fair skinned and I, uh, my daughter is a ginger so I'm constantly pouring sunscreen over her perfect porcelain skin. <laughs> like, she oh, does have perfect porcelain skin. She sure does. She'll thank me later for this. <laughs> um, so here's the deal for our tips on this. You want to place sunscreen with SPF 30 or higher whenever mm-hmm. your child is going to be outdoors. Yep. Um, and then you have to reapply every three hours or immediately after your child has been in or splashed by water. Mm-hmm. And then you want to try to avoid outdoor activities during peak sunshine hours. So send your kids out in the morning, let them wear themselves out. And then that mid-afternoon time can be screen time <laughs> yep. or indoor board game time. Um, <laughs> and then if you can, too, dress kids in sun protective clothing. I was just at one of those kids' consignment stores this week, and they had a ton of those sun shirts there. They're not that expensive. Um, and that just really helps um, protect them. And mm-hmm. then the other thing is hats. I have the wide-brimmed. Um, hats that are made out of the sun protective material that I make my kids wear anytime they're, we're going to be on a hike or outside for an extended period of time. Um, and it really protects their necks and their faces from um, getting getting too much sun. And, you know, stuff I, I love for kids, for their bodies, you know, the spray, sunscreen or lotion, but they have the lotion, the sunscreen sticks Yes. Um, and we'll link to those in the show notes, but that's great for the face. Um, yes. It just makes application on their faces so much easier. Yes. Yeah. And I actually have a favorite um, face stick because it doesn't have the white, like it goes on clear. Oh, it is awesome. So we'll make sure that we link to that. Oh, I'm yeah. blanking on the brand. So forgive me if anyone that is associated with that brand knows, but we'll <laughs> definitely make sure to link to it. It's a total a game changer. Oh, awesome. Sure. Yeah. I want, so. I want to get my hands on that too. All right. Well, our next tip is arguably one of my least favorite parts about the summer in Minnesota, and it is bugs. Ugh. Oh my gosh. It's just the worst. Uh, we have a short period of spring where there's no bugs and it is like Minnesotans are living our best lives because <laughs> the mosquitoes are not out. <laughs> So just a couple of quick tips on managing bugs. So the first is to avoid bug bites. You just need to apply insect repellent before spending time outdoors. Uh, There's a lot of different types of insect repellent, but um, find something that you feel comfortable with. Uh, We also suggest avoid avoiding using heavily scented lotions or perfumes or soaps because that just attracts all those nasty critters. Uh, and last, but certainly not least, cover up your arms and legs as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Which is hard in yeah. the summer because it's hot. It is hot. Yeah. Yes. And you know what's weird is that bugs also are attracted to black, dark colors. Really? And so oftentimes if I'm wearing like black leggings, they will just bite me through my leggings. Oh. It's terrible. Oh my goodness. You need to get bright white neon yellow leggings or something. whatever i need not because i mean no moms ever want black leggings right 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 no we don't have 87 <laughs> pairs of those in our um closet um yeah. hey steph i have a question are you a fireworks family you know some of us are fireworks people <laughs> i will say that i have one child who does not like loud noises okay. at all and fireworks 
are the epitome yeah. of loud noises. True. True. <laughs> so, do you light fireworks or just like go to fireworks shows? How do you do fireworks? We do not really light fireworks. So, I guess I should have probably asked for some clarification no, on that. Um, we just go to see the fireworks on the 4th of July. Yeah. So, yeah, I I have zero interest in lighting fireworks um ever. Um and my, we so we really just don't do that. And I actually fireworks are great on TV. I don't really <laughs> Need to go. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while you see them, they're fun, but like, I don't want to be out that late. And it's just, I don't know. So, my, my four you, kids look, are look fun haters. I know. <laughs> Worse. Oh, man. Oh. Um, but so, if you are a fireworks family, though, um, and you need to enjoy fireworks safely. So, more than 10,000 people are treated in emergency departments in the U.S. each year due to injuries from fireworks. And of those, nearly a third are children under 15. So, man, you really have to keep kids safe if you're going to be celebrating your holiday with a bang. Um, you want to read all instructions carefully and never let young kids touch or light fireworks as much as they beg and plead. Don't do it. Yes. Yeah, those are good tips. So uh, next, here's the deal. We're going to sound a little bit like moms on this tip, mm-hmm. which is fine because we're moms so here here we go drink enough water yes (laughs) you just gotta drink all of the water all the water drink it all yes yeah (laughs) well kids are more prone to dehydration which we already kind of spoke about with the heat exhaustion than adults and their risk increases as the temperatures rise and so uh here is a tip the general amount of water that your child should consume is half of your child's weight in ounces. So say they're 100 pounds, then 50 ounces of water is what your kids should be consuming. Uh, so obviously it does vary by age but um, and activity level because if your kids are really into sports, then they should be drinking a lot more water. Yep. So, yep. And just remind, remind, remind. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, okay. So, Steph, um, speaking about momming, I see your hydration homily, and I will raise you another momism. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Steph, stop monkeying around. Ooh. <laughs> Play, playground related injuries account for more than 200,000 ER visits each year. Uh, oh, my gosh. Always supervise children on playgrounds. Choose the right play equipment for your child's age and skills. Most playgrounds now have like this. This section is for five and under and this section mm-hmm. is for older kids. So follow those rules. And in the summer sun, it's always a good idea to touch equipment um, to check for hot surfaces before allowing your kids to play on it. No one wants to go down a slide and have the back of their thighs burn. That is just no Nobody needs all. that. Nobody no. needs it. Mm. Not at all. So here's uh, another little tip for, especially for Minnesotans who live in the land of 10,000 lakes, or if you just spend any time on the lake, uh, wear a life jacket on boats. Uh, if you're heading to the lake to cool off the summer, just make sure that you have a U.S. Coast Guard approved personal flotation device and make sure it's properly fitted too. So making sure that it's snug, but it's comfortable and it will move up. It won't move above the chin or ears when you lift it at the shoulders. Okay. Those are good yeah. tips. Yep. Um, okay. We are a bike riding family. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not really lake people or boat people, but we do ride bikes. Like, you know, it finally clicked last summer for my daughter. And ever since then, we've just been riding every chance we get. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, we always took the dog with us in the basket in the front until he jumped out. Um, and yes. tried to say hi to some friends. 
Uh-oh. And knocked me out in the process. So, you know, um, he's not allowed anymore. But the family, yes. we go bike riding. And my husband yeah. has been a cyclist for a long time. So we've always been sticklers about bike safety. So I'm, I'm stepping up mm-hmm. on my soapbox right now. So just forgive me. Um, right. But you need to ride bikes the smart way. Um, apart from automobiles, bicycles are related to more children childhood injuries than any other consumer product. Mm. Wearing a helmet is the first rule to preventing serious bicycle injuries in kids. Whenever I see anybody, adult or child, not wearing a helmet, it just makes me mad because it's a simple thing you can do to protect yourself from major injury. Yeah. Um, and you want to make sure that they, the the bike fits fits uh, the kid well. So, you know, make sure their knee is bending at the proper um, height, that they're not too low, not too high, so that they're in better control of the bike. And also that the helmets fit properly. Any local bike shop would be more than happy to help you check those things. And then you also want to follow smart rider rules. So don't forget, cyclists ride with traffic, not against. Um, Mm -hmm. You walk against traffic um, and you bike with traffic. And that is so important because, um, you know, even if you're driving in a car and you see a bike coming towards you, even if it's on the side of the road, you just can't predict if they're going to weave and it's it's really stressful. So just make, make sure that you are riding with traffic, not against it. Right. Michelle, I have uh, some information you do not know about me related to bike safety. Uh, I grew up in a very small town in Iowa where the police officers uh, in the summer would keep track of points for kids that were adhering to bike safety rules. And I won. I won a summer award. Oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of you. I got a new bike. They gave you a new bike? Yes. The police department? Yes. That's amazing. I know. So shout out to the Lorenz, Iowa Police Department that gave me that bike. And I still remember. That's amazing. That is high five, friends. (laughs) Small towns are the best. They totally are. Like, can you imagine they had a notepad probably of all the kids' names? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Makes me laugh every time. That is so funny. Uh, well, mamas, whether you are already in the midst of summer shenanigans or you have a few more weeks of school, we really hope that these tel- tips do help you mentally prepare for mommy during the summer. Yes. And we will link to our articles and any product suggestions in our show notes. But most of all, mamas, have fun with your kids this summer. Yes. Wear that bathing suit. Throw yourself down that slip and slide and eat the ice cream. And of course, don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.